Let's do it. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Topic Tuesday on Look Who's Ranting Now. All right, all right, y'all. It's time for Topic Tuesday on one of your favorite podcasts here at Look Who's Ranting Now. I'm your host, Artiste Cologne. And joining me tonight, of course, my co-host here, Cutie With No Booty, a.k.a. Yo good karma. <laughs> How you doing, Yo Good Karma? Why you had to roast me to introduce I, me? It's your name. It's the same thing <laughs> with the with the with the Akbar girl. You know what I'm saying? You you put it out there. You know what I'm saying? You put it out there. That's true. I listen, I'm doing good. Y'all just go easy on the ladies tonight, you know. We went easy on y'all doing y'all show so just you know go easy on this i'm going a uh, kid gloves kid gloves right it's about it's y'all so we want to hear want to hear from women of course tonight's topic is women help us men understand y'all you know what i'm saying i had so many so many questions for y'all you know what i'm saying that that didn't make the cut unfortunately because we had to be serious you know what i'm saying but i did want to know why y'all like to drive titties to the steering wheel you know what i'm saying like it it's it's hard for me to get comfortable in the passenger seat when, when you look like you don't know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Hands at 10 and 2, nipples on the bottom of the steering wheel. Why are you so close? Back up a little bit. It makes makes me personally nervous. You know what I'm saying? I had questions like, why y'all want to use the bathroom with the door open, but you want to get dressed with the door closed? Well, what kind of shit is that? Now, I done smelt your stinking ass. Now, let me see you hop up and down in them pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, work with me. Work with me. You know what I'm saying? It just all kind of questions that was on the top of my head. Like, like why you keep that wig on all day for your coworkers and then snatch it off when you get home? Like, why I got to get the Cleo from Set It Off version of you? You know what I'm saying? I, I want the, the same wigged up version you gave your coworkers. You know what I'm saying? Give me the same. You know what I'm saying? Give me the same. Anybody else had them type of questions where you was? I, I was wondering this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, why after breakups, y'all start throwing dirt on your ex's name? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you do that? Call him shrimp dick and all this other stuff. Like, you're really not going to stop the next girl from, from coming over. She's still coming. She on the way. I just don't, just didn't get some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And my last question, I guess, before we even get the show started, why are all of y'all exes narcissists? Is this a new word for F-boy or something? Everybody's a narcissist. I don't know if it's just me. Every chick I've talked to, her ex was a narcissist. I'm like, what does that even mean now? He don't want you no more? I mean, what? what is he? I don't know. Could just be me. But I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna get into the real questions. Those are just, if y'all want to answer those, feel free to do so. But those are just some of my personal questions. But we'll start out with a with a softball here. And I'm sure most men, most men have this question. Are y'all testing us by never knowing what you want to eat? I mean, what is it with that? How, how how can you not know? You know, you know you want me to get it. You just don't know what it is. You know, help us out. What is it? Are y'all testing us? 
I don't think that like it's a test and I can't talk for like most women, but for me, I'm just a very picky eater. So I don't ever know what I want to eat because I don't have like a broad selection of stuff that I want to eat. So I don't know. And my appetite be all over the place. So when it comes to me not know- me not knowing what I want to eat is because I'm a picky eater and there's not like a lot of selection. So I never know what I want to eat because I can eat like one wrong thing and then I don't want the whole meal. So it's like I got to be picky. Hmm. But, but shouldn't it be y'all that go get it then? Since you don't know, why am I in the street at every drive-thru like, is it this? Want this one? Huh? Okay. I don't know. We got like a bug with that hand up. You got an answer for this one? Well, in my dynamic, I'm the one driving anyway. So I'm going to be as picky as I want to <laughs> when I decide what I want to eat. But I never know what I want to eat because we eat out so much. It's to the point that now I'm tired of everything out there because we're always out there eating out. Or we're such foodies. It's I, I don't know what I want. We get this all the time, or we get that all the time. Like we get all different type of foods all the time. I can't find what I want in that moment. So basically, two answers and no answer. Y'all, y'all don't know. <laughs> y'all, you really don't know. I, I was looking for some clarification here, but I guess it's because you're picky, and you're gonna take the time you want to take. I guess it's just, is this just part of we just gotta deal with it? You know what I'm saying? If we want to be with y'all, we just gotta deal with it. Yep, that's what it is. (laughs) And on the grand scheme of things, it's not really a big deal. Yeah, it's not if you're not the one out in the street trying to get the food. I get it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I get it. But uh, on to my second question here, unless one of the guys here has their own uh, personal question they would like to answer. You know, I do want to make it a, you know, inclusive deal where everybody gets a chance to, you know, ask a question. But, um, in the meantime, while y'all are waiting or pondering or thinking about it, my second question was, do women prefer confidence and ambition or established and comfortable? And what I'm asking by that is as far as a dating partner is concerned, would you rather Mr. Ambition, Mr. Potential, guy who maybe sells plates but has aspirations of, you know, starting a food truck versus the guy who is in his career, you know what I'm saying, as a, let's say, tech guy, makes 75000 a year, but that's what he wants to do with his life. He's going to retire as that. With those choices, because most guys are like that, they're either ambitious and want more or they're, you know, secure and comfortable. With those two choices, what do women prefer? Do you prefer? Please coffee? provide a detailed answer, too. We would like that. It would be greatly appreciated. I uh, see like a bug with a hand up there. Um, you got the floor. Um, I can say for me personally, I prefer comfortable and secure because I know that you are happy where you at in this moment in life. You know, if you're overly ambitious and you're always striving for more, striving for more, yeah, that's cool. But for me personally, that means it's going to be a whole lot of long hours, a lot, a lot of late nights a whole lot of, I ain't got time, you know, I'm trying to get this money, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. That's awesome, but it's not for me personally. I would think, you know, women would like someone who has time for them and also making a decent amount of money at the same time. What a great answer. Uh, You got the floor, you're good, Carmen. Apologize. Oh, 
I was just going to say, I was going to agree with like a bug, but my reasoning would be um, steady paychecks are always going to be better than them being all over the place, right? It's a certain kind of security in a man that has a career. And just because somebody has potential and they're confident doesn't mean that they're going to be what they want to be. It's so much more that goes into that. So for me, it's going to be comfortable in career, always. Man, two for two on that. They want the, they want the secure guy. You know, oftentimes I, I do hear that these um, established men get referred to as boring. You know what I'm saying? Or they get uh, referred to as predictable when they're actually dependable. So I'm glad to hear that women are on board with that. They want the guy that's, you know, got his stuff together. Any other woman would like to answer that question? Or two stacks, you got some on it? I was just going to say the, the last part of what you said, I've actually been told that before, like verbatim, directly, boring, safe, predictable. Exactly. I was expecting those two answers. I'm shocked and pleased, but I was like, I was expecting to be thick, ambitious and want to keep my elevated. Because most of the women you meet, they're like, okay, don't you want to do something higher? I want eight figures. I want yep. 10 figures. I want like, I never want to stop the limits of how much you can make compared to somebody that's just like, okay, I'm comfortable, I'm secured, I'm making good money, and like that. And for them to pick that, I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's rare, or maybe I was in a dream, but that was good. And if I could just add just a little bit on top of what he said, uh, it, I, I found that that actually ends up in situations where you're working way too much, and some not all, some women think that you're going to be able to just constantly make money from age 25 to 65 and every year you're getting a ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 raise and it's because some want to be able to say, hey, you come off from work, let's, let, let's go to Paris next week and just, you don't have to request time off and you don't have to ask anybody, you can just do it. And some people really, really want that lifestyle but they don't realize very few of us are ever going to be able to do that. And if you can, it requires an extreme com amount of commitment and time and work, hard work. I agree with you 100%. 100%. Y'all covered some great points there, you know, because, you know, usually you don't hear that type of answer. So my follow-up question here for, um, for the women here, do you feel like your opinion has changed? over time take the same question and apply it to yourself at 25 do you feel like you would have given the same answer you would have taken mr established over mr potential who might be fun and exciting and and things change and whatnot over you know born and um born and predictable we've heard you know what i'm saying but not from y'all um mr 35 year old you know with his established career uh like a bug had a hand up first you got it I said this before and I'll say it time again. Um, for me, it took growth and it took maturity just for me personally to be like toxicity and drama is an excitement. So in college, I wanted someone who who had this, who was going to do that. And he better be wanting this. He better be wanting that because I didn't realize that someone who is stable brings peace. And let me tell you something. My peace of mind is something that can never be replaced. <laughs> so now I think with the growth. 
I'm able to say that now because before I would have been like, I want this guy, I want this guy. He got to have this. He got to have that. Hey, great stuff, like a bug. And, and thanks for the honesty and clarity and thorough breakdown right there that, you know, over time, maybe your wants and stuff, you know, change. You know what I'm saying? With maturity, you decide, hey, stable life sounds pretty good. What about you, um, Yoga Carmen? Um, for me, I think that your wants do change, but something that has always been for me, like I've had a job since I've been 15. So I've never liked a guy who didn't work. I don't care how if he hustled. I, I didn't care about that because I've been working since I was 15. So a man cannot come up to me and be like, oh, right now I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. That's unattractive to me. But as you grow, yeah, you want different stuff. But no, a man for me, has it might not have been a career when I was younger, but he had to have a job. Okay. Okay. It couldn't be, you know what I'm saying, couldn't be sitting around dropping you off at work. <laughs> You know never, ever, ever. <clears throat> you know Not never, never for you, but we, we've all seen that guy. You know what I'm saying? We've all seen that guy dropping dropping Shorty off at work in, 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 in the uh, Nissan Altima, you know what I'm saying, or the Maxima or whatever, uh, Corolla. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, women drive, Sentra, all that stuff. <clears throat> we've seen it before, but I'm glad for the breakdown. And uh, it's good to hear, too, as somebody who's in their mid-30s, it's good to hear that finally the the you know the guy who's got his stuff together you know is top of the food chain. You know what I'm saying? It's not the mixtape dude. You know what I'm saying? Who's about to blow for real though? For real this time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> as I always pick on on rappers, but listen, they always pushing that. It's gonna happen this week. It's like, bro, we old now. Like you 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 gotta get that up. You gotta give that up. But uh, if there's no other women that like to talk about this as far as a comparison, uh, whether you would like uh, confident and ambitious over established and comfortable, then I'll move on. All right. I'll jump into um third question here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm all choked up here. Um, this one I hear from guys like on social media and all type of different stuff worried about size queens and, and all of this stuff. Here's my question for women. Can size be a deal breaker for a man you've already liked? Like y'all already been on dates, he's met your friends, perfect gentleman, provider, all that stuff. Can size still be a deal breaker for a man that you already have an emotional attachment with? All right, Carmen got a hand up. You got the floor. Um, so for me, I think that size is a deal breaker, but let me clarify, right? Because the size thing, he can be too big or too small. Like there's like a perfect size that he has to be for me. So if you have like this extra big thing going on, then you're not, nah, I don't want you either. So I don't care how emotionally invested and we did all this kind of stuff. There's a perfect size for me, for a man. It doesn't mean that he's too small. He can definitely be too big. So Yes, size is the deal breaker. Wow, appreciate the honesty. Appreciate the honesty. Any any other woman there to answer this question right here? Uh, can size be a deal breaker for a man you already like? Y'all have been on dates. He's met your friends. Perfect gentleman, provider, yeah, everything. You yeah, need. I think so. Okay. Who was that? I'm sorry, I wasn't able to uh, grasp who who that was. 
Screen's moving a little slow. Anybody else want to answer this question? Like a bug, Queen Angel. Hi. You Um, got it. I I agree with your good karma that, yes, it can be too big. It can be too small. And it really just depends on the woman. There's some women. I mean, I spoke to one a few weeks ago. They're like, they ain't got no monster chocolate. I don't want them. I need God to bless me with a man who got this, who got that, ain't got that monster chocolate. So it just depends on the woman. But I do definitely think size matters whether you like the person or not. All right. Some honesty. Some honesty out there for us, fellas. Listen, size does matter. She can already like you, but she will still leave you. You know what I'm saying? In the whole connection, if it's too big or too small. And there it is. You know what I'm saying? It was facts right there. Hey, two stacks got something. <laughs> All right, two stacks. I'm sorry, I couldn't see the hand. I'll keep scrolling up and down. Nah, 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 you good. Um, I'm, I know this is completely and totally off topic, Then I do have a question. But I, re- I, I'm. If anybody in here is in Florida, um, yeah, I'm in Florida, so yeah. Who? Um. What's going on? Until I figure that out, I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see. We got a couple people here want to speak. I'm sorry, two stacks. You had it. Let me uh, let me unmute you here. Apologize. Uh, things got a little crazy. Let's see. Are you unmuted? Uh, two stacks. Two seconds, you still there? All right, unmute, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you you had everybody you had everybody muted. My bad, man. I had to Nah, it's nah, that's okay. All all I was saying was that if you're in Florida, I hope you're paying attention to the <laughs> right, I apologize, y'all. <clears throat> I had to remove the how do you get in here? Uh, I'm gonna block you. All right. I guess that's what I got to do. Never had to block anybody before, but here we go. Uh, you, got, you got it, two sex. No, um, yeah, I was just saying, I hope that uh, anybody that's in Florida is just uh, paying attention to the weather and, and being safe because uh, they're about to take a pretty bad hit from that hurricane tomorrow. But um, on topic, my question was to the second part, the second thing that was asked as far as, you know, why does it take so long for you to realize? All right. All right. Who, who, anybody see who that was? So we can. Anybody? 
peep that. I heard it, but I don't know who. Artista, can you send me a um, co-host invite? So I, can... uh, I sure will. Just sent it to you. Listen, I guess it's one of the problems with, um, you know what I'm saying, with growth and uh, becoming more successful. You get an opportunity to get trolled. I was never trolled when no one was in this chat, so that's a good thing. It's growth right there. But I will block you nonetheless because we got a show to do. But um, Two Stacks, did you ever get to finish up your um, – your question there prior to do doing that? Nah, man. Um, you got the yeah. The end, of, the end of the question was why does it take so long to realize that um, you know that more stable person is probably a better option? And I'm st- I'm I'm standing from the standpoint of you know the stable person is somebody that you would consider to be your type. Like, do you do you feel like you have to experience? mistreatment several times in a row or is it that you get to a point where okay i just need some i need some help i just need somebody and this is the the best the best person there i think um i think Nigger. i think that y'all are um putting too much like on somebody who's like 21 right when you're 21, you don't know everything that you know at 30, right? So when women are getting with some men when they're younger, they're not thinking that this man is going to treat them horribly. Like these men are not introducing themselves like, hi, I'm Jermaine and I'm about to mess up your life. They're not doing that, right? And you got to think when you're in your 20s, who had it together? Please raise your hand if when you were in your 20s, you had your career, you were doing it, you were doing all this. Everybody was just starting life. Your frontal lobe is not even um, mature yet, right? So when you're younger, you're going to make a bad decision now. By your late 20s and 30s, you shouldn't be doing that. Some people wait longer than others. But when you're younger, you just don't know. And again, these men are not introducing themselves like a man that's going to you know, mess you over. So it's not that women are not choosing the guy, right? It's just that when you're younger, everybody's starting life and you never know where somebody will end up. That's a that's a fair point. Oh no, come on. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can yeah, hear you. Yeah. yeah, I think my connection went in and out for a second. Um, I guess the other part of what I'm trying to say is um, how, you know, it's, it's, I understand what you're saying about, like, not having everything together and, 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 and being, you know, really young. But it's like, how many times does that have to happen before you realize, okay, I need to make a change? And I noticed that a lot of people will do that, not just in this space, but they'll do that within other parts of their life or even in their career or school. It'll take them several years to say, okay, this mistake that I've made four times is not going to work the fifth time. That's a really good question and loaded question too. Um, like a bug, you got the, uh, you got your hand up and had it up for a while. Um, you got the floor. Well, 
to answer the question, I mean, that is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And I think I know for the situation in terms of in dating, you know, I can't speak for all women, but I know I was told growing up, oh, the right man will change for you. So I kept going through these relationships because I thought I could change them. And it didn't work. Hey, did y'all hear that one guy who was just spamming the N-word with the hard art earlier? Yeah, we heard him. You you got the floor like a buck. And so I um I just kept thinking I could change them. Like the right person will change for me. I can change them. They're that right person, or I'm the right person for them. So that's why I kept going back and forth and back and forth with, you know, these those dumb decisions in your early twenties. And like Karma said, you know, we're young. <laughs> we don't know. We don't got life together. We're juggling work, school, this whole new paying bills thing. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea what's going on. And in terms of in life, I mean, I don't know in what other aspect. I guess working wise, like working wise, for me personally, if I don't, if something doesn't work the first time, if I have to commit to something 40 hours a week, I'm done. I'm just going to find something else. So I don't know what other aspect you mean. If you don't mind elaborating, if I could ask just you know one other question, and, and the, as, the aspect is what you're saying, so you are you actually covered it. The other question I had was, have y'all ever gotten advice from that big sister, mom, aunt, grandmother, or so forth that you got and you just flat out ignored, it? and you said I will figure it out on my own. Um, I think we all have done that. It's not necessarily from a mother or whatever, but when you, you know, when you fresh off the porch, when you're grown, you think that you're grown and you think that you know. So, yeah, I think that um, I definitely done it like, hey, you probably need to do this. And it's like, no, you know, I'm gonna figure it out. You know, I'm the one going through it. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Good questions that you've been posing over there. Uh, two stacks. See somebody with their hand. uh Hand up down there. Um, you got a question? 12 stand. We're good, cuz. I ain't gonna lie. I just, I just want to know, uh, can I know the topic? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Feel me? Well, the question, the last question that was posed on the floor was to women, and it was, uh, can size be a deal breaker for a man you already like? You know what I'm saying? And uh, Tuesday kind of went back to a prior question about do women prefer confidence and ambition over uh, established and comfortable? But those were the two questions on the floor. Put it like this, man. That whole fat nigga, she's saying care, my nigga, because she's not getting no dick anyway. That's just she's fat. But that whole whole bad fool got some like shit, sad feet, then yeah, it don't matter. I don't That's even, in my opinion, though. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Uh, Ooh, bro. If she fat, she not getting no dick. Why you... I shouldn't even entertain this question. Why you think that? Why you think big girls ain't getting no dick? Because who, 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 who want that regular ass shit? I'm going to have to kick... Man, they... Listen, they going to yeah, drop you stink, out, nigga. Wow. I'm being, I'm being up. Yeah, I got to get you out of here. Yeah, I got to pack him up. Yeah. You got to pack him up, bro. Listen, try to give him my opportunity to to just answer 
like like serious topic and they're just joking like you. Yeah, man, you, you can't have a serious show sometimes when you you um you know what I'm saying. Open it to everyone, but um I'm gonna move the show along and uh get into my fourth question I had. <clears throat> Since it's been determined right that there's no such thing as a perfect man, what are the three most important traits or things that women want in men? What are the three most important things that y'all are looking for? And that'll help us know whether we qualify. Anybody can answer this one. T. Marie, Queen Angel, um, Yoga Karma, Like a Bug. Three top qualities y'all are looking for in men. Okay. I was trying to see if somebody else was being kind of talk. But for me, um, I think the three top qualities he can have for me is that he's secure, right? So secure is going to be an umbrella. Use your imagination. Secure can also start with a dollar sign. He's secure. Um, he's calm, right? And he's mature. That's the three for me. You said secure, calm, and mature. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Out there, so they're yeah. not calm. I need them calm. Got to have them calm. All right, like about you got your hand up. You got the floor. Um, for me, I would say it is uh, stability. Um, it is great communication. Like we need to be able to communicate. If you upset, I need to know if I'm upset. We should be able to have a discussion without a full blown argument. Um, and I want to say. I agree with Yoko Karma about being secure. Yeah, run those back for me, like a bug, and if you could do so in um, in traits, like in um, you know what, like a personality type or a trait, or is it calm? Is it a you know a friendly? You know something something like that where you know guys like me in two stacks where we can grasp that. I guess someone who, mm, that's a good one. <laughs> um, definitely I want someone who is calm, but still have, they are able to voice their opinion. Someone who's calm, but still has a backbone. Like they're still going to say, hey, I don't like this, but it, and able to say it in a way that we can both come to a mutual understanding and we can compromise in a mature way. Um, also want someone who is, when I say stable, that means stable, not only in terms of their job, but in terms of their relationships with their family stable, you know, that state, that stability with everyone around them. Um, Cause that shows a lot about a person and then security, like she said, you know, financial security. Um, I forgot what other points she made, but yeah, those are my kind of traits. I like those. I like those. Y'all are looking for real, real wholesome. And, and, and these are guys that, that people can be, I haven't heard a single quality or traits yet that, Someone can't aspire to be. I haven't heard tall, you know what I'm saying, or something that if you're short, you can't be. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, so I go, like, they're being real. Like, I was expecting, like, oh, they need to do this or they need to have this or need to basically reach this. But they're just saying things that could be achievable. So that's great. Yeah, big time. Big time good. I'm Listen, guys, are, I'm sure uh, the ones that are listening are breathing a sigh of relief. To know that there's women out there with real, you know, with um, looking for for real people, you know, not a not a cartoon character they drew up, 
Is there any other women that would like to answer this question? Um, you know, we all know there's no perfect man, but what are the three most important traits or things that you would want in a man? Um, I'm going to say, uh, as far as like the three traits, a good communicator, like I need you to be able to communicate and be assertive with your communication, not like passive aggressive or anything like that. Um, also emotionally conscious, um, and in tune with your feelings, uh, because some men you come across and they're not emotionally conscious. Um, and I would also say family oriented that um just that background in regards of just being with family because I have come across guys who just come from broken homes and just don't have much understanding in regards to being family oriented. So I would say those are my top three. Those were dope. You talking about uh Dr. Huxtable before the uh before the Quaaludes. You know what I'm saying? A real good guy. You know, real good guy. I think that's something another, you know what I'm saying, um uh characteristics, you know, a set of characteristics that guys can be. Women are not being unreasonable here. They're asking they're asking you to be men. Uh we got uh Queen Angel next. Hey guys, um so my three qualities would be, if I had to pick three, they would be um, strong. And when I say strong, I mean mentally strong, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Like some people, um, you know, whatever your state is, some people don't, you got to believe in something, you know, and just want to um, try to put faith in something whether it's a religion and mentally strong like our, you know black men you know they have it so hard and so being able to recognize when something is just determined to beat you and to overcome that versus succumbing to it and you know, being a victim, you know what I mean? And just overcome that and come out on top. Um, and just uh, emotionally strong and being able to control those emotions. Because like I said, it, it's, you know, it's tough, you know, getting up, being a black man in America in this day and age. And so, you know, knowing when to fight a battle and knowing when to just walk away. It's okay to walk away and not feel like you're less than a man and it's just it's okay and you can still come home and you know we can talk about it and um so that's what I mean by strong and so um the second would just is just to be a go-getter like just to never to never settle you know and that's nothing in life don't settle in any relationship <clears throat> don't settle with jobs don't just settle you know, in life, just always continue to strive to be better um, and want to be better. And then um, I want to say family oriented as well. But I, you know, I know people that come from broken homes and I, I think some of them are actually better people than the people that come from two family homes, you know, because they, um, you know, some people values um, family a little bit more, but 
family is a number one priority um, for me. And just the, you know, you know, I just want to be a part of a family, a part of something. So that'll be my three traits. Man, y'all came with some headish. And I really appreciate that. We've heard emotional intelligence, you know what I'm saying, family-oriented, you know, um, looking for strong guys, you know what I'm saying, having your mental together. I think women are tired of dealing with boys, you know, emotionally, you know, emotionally, like, weak, you know, and fragile, you know what I'm saying? So heal yourself first. There's some good women out here. Uh, There's some good women out here. Two stacks, I see you with your hands up. You got the floor. Um, I wanted to ask a question to the last uh, the last two speakers. Uh, the first question is, you know, you talked about being a go getter and you know not settling in, in in any way. And so my question to that is, um, why why might you think that that needs to be the case? And do you think that there's a situation where somebody can settle and be okay with their situation like let's say i'm gonna make it very matter of fact i'm gonna use someone i'm I'm use someone everybody knows lebron so everybody knows who lebron is and what he does should he settle like there's there's nothing else left for him to do so for me i would be okay if i were him i don't need to go make any more money i don't need to go create any more companies i don't need to do anything but take care of my family there's nothing else left for him to do in my opinion and my second question is the emotion thing do you feel that it is a sign of maturity when we walk away from situations typically well i'm sorry specifically confrontations we tend to understand that if it's two guys that can become physical so that emotional strength is let me take care of myself and don't engage any further, you know, or if it's an emergency situation, let me be balanced so that my family doesn't get scared or don't get nervous. Let me, let me show a stable ship so they can trust me and, and, and know that I know what I'm doing here. So that's my question to the, previous two speakers if if y'all don't mind okay i can answer that so when i said go get it i'm not talking about a lebron or a tom brady you know what more could they accomplish right so i'm talking about um i can give you a perfect example i dated um i know i, I talk about me being disabled all the time um but up until four years up until four years ago i wasn't disabled and i was a training manager, making $100,000 a year, doing really well for myself. Um, and I was dating an accountant, right? And so, um, but he's a talented artist. I mean, just gifted. And I was the breadwinner. And so my question in our relationship, because we were supposed to get married, was if I was to die today tomorrow, could you give my life, my kids the life that they are used to? His answer was always no. Not because he physically couldn't do it, he just didn't want to. Um, and not because he was stifling by his income, because he could have made income, more income. He just didn't want to. He was comfortable at what he was at. Um, instead of trying to be a provider, he was just comfortable being 
basically taken care of um, and not going above and beyond or not just stepping up to the plate. But that was on me because, you know, being dumb, you know. But, um, and that's what I mean when I say don't settle. Like, because, you know, you could, if you have a potential to reach it, then reach it. You know, LeBron has never um, settled. Kobe had never settled. Jordan didn't settle. You know, so if we talk about greatness, I'm not talking about that level of greatness, but I'm just talking about mediocre, you know, just your potential. Don't, like, don't stifle yourself just to be comfortable. You're comfortable with just getting by. That's that's not cool when you have a family and when you're trying to, you know, accomplish something or where I was trying to go anyway. And the second question is, Yes, walking away is mature because here's the thing. I see just did an interview and someone was saying that, you know, the young folks don't see him as a gangster. Hey, they don't really know who I see is. And I see said that's cool. He said, but everybody in his audience is one bad decision away from ruining their life. So to be able to assess that situation and say, hey, I'm not about to throw my life away behind this, then that is that's cool. You know, that's mature. That's that's more sexy than getting out there fighting, being locked up. Now I got to go bail you out. Then we got to go to court. You got to miss work. That, who, who got time for that? And we grown. Now, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, we everybody, damn near every state is a stay in your ground state. I'm not saying let nobody play with you. But also, you know, know when it's, is it worth it? And and yeah. then walk away. You know, like we, we're adults. Like, yeah, nobody has time for that. And it, it's I, I like when you when you brought up Kobe because that um that just made me think just for a quick second how he didn't try to be, go and become a coach or a team owner. He said, "Let me pour into my daughter." He was not worried about anything else. And you know that's a that was a good example. You gave an amazing answer. Definitely, I agree a hundred percent. Great answers there. Great answers. I I see you, CJ, with your hand up. You got it. All right. First, I want to say shout out to my guy, E. I see him down there. I just realized he was down there. Like, great guy, guys. So if you ever want to pitch in, he, he always has some great advice. Um, So I want to say, like, before um, True Stack said, like, I completely got what Queen was saying. Is like um, certain people, like, let's say me, myself, me being single, if I'm comfortable where I'm at, be able to take care of myself and be spacey in my life, then okay, that's that's basically fine. But let's say you're with someone else and they have kids and basically y'all see a future together. Now it's time for you to step up to the plate and strive to do more with yourself because you're trying to basically make sure that now that there's someone else in your life and there's other people in their life like that, you're trying to provide with them and give them the life that basically you, you have for yourself as comfortability. So comfortability for you was basically, okay, let's say it was just, okay, working at this job that pays, let's say, a dollar an hour, which we know that's crazy. But now that you have a family and other people that relies on you and basically you're going to share a life with someone, you have to basically say, okay, from this one, I have to go to the next level to 10 now because it's just like I can't basically be thinking just, okay, it's just me, myself. Now I got others to drive to. And the perfect example was joining Kobe and LeBron. Because, like, Stacks and LeBron and them, yes, they're comfortable, but you have to understand they had to thrive to reach to the, their absolute peak of basically the potential they reach. Queen is talking about someone that haven't 
strive to reach their peak. They're comfortable just being like, okay, I have a other level I can reach, but I just choose to just stay where I'm at, and basically I'm comfortable with being where I'm at, even though I have potential to be greater. LeBron, as a high school guy, he knew, okay, I'm, I'm from Akron, but I could be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I could do businesses to a point where my family is provided for generations, and that's where he's got himself to, but he had to work hard. He had to thrive, and that's where I feel like when it comes to y'all too, like what what each other means by that and stuff. That's it. <clears throat> Great point you made there. One thing I would like to add though is that when you're dealing with somebody who is comfortable in life versus somebody who wants more, to me it's just always a breakdown of whether of, of the word enough, right? Enough can be defined in the definition, but I think every single person has their own definition of enough. When you have enough for you, you know, and you want to join lives with somebody else, y'all got to sit down and talk about what enough is. You know, it's it's understood that if you join, you know, if you are going to entangle your life with somebody who has children, that enough, whatever was enough for you before, won't be enough going forward. But you still want to know what enough is. Is it 100000 a year? Is it 150? Is it 75? Like you want to you wanna know these things because if not, you can end up in that type of situation where somebody's asking you, hey, if something happens to me, how are my children going to continue to live this life? And it's like, well, if you can't do that or have no aspirations of doing that, you want to know early, you know. You want to know early. But I would also ask people to not, if you have enough, if it's enough for you, unless you're inspired to do more, stay in your enough. Your enough is your peace. You know, so if you're comfortable, you know, being at a certain style or, or, or tax bracket in life and willing to only commit so many hours towards work because you want to have hours to live and, and be happy, then continue doing that. Because when you trade the 40-hour week for the 60-hour week, your why better be damn important. Because if it's not, you're going to resent the people you're doing it for, especially if it wasn't your idea. So make sure y'all get that enough down pat because, whew, you got some problems. But I'm glad y'all hashed that out. Uh, I see your hand up, Queen Angel. You got it. Yeah, I definitely um, respect what you just said. And that's why he's single. So that's why, because here's the thing, you cannot make nobody do nothing they don't want to do, right? And so, you know, because um, there was a whole debate about, uh, I can't even think of this little boy's name. Um, but if someone tell you who they are and the words of Maya Angelou, believe them. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, literally let someone tell you who they are. And whether it's um, verbal or action-wise, you have to believe who they are. And then you have to make the decision on whether or not you're going to continue to stay in that situation. And then, you know, and that's when you're cordial enough to make, as a grown-up, to make that a decision to part ways and, you know, figure life out without that other person so you can get where you need to be and then you can stay, you know, where you want to be. Definitely. I agree with you. Listen, I dated a woman with five children. I have three of my own. Together, you can do the math. It's ten of us. You know, at the time, I had an apartment. I had enough space for me and mine. You know what I'm saying? Had a charger. I was the cool dad. 
You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I love this woman. But when it came time, we were engaged. When it came time to really combine our lives, because I did it the wrong way. You know, I didn't ask those type of questions. I didn't, you know, really sit down and do the math. Like, do you got six extra miles money? Or do you got, you know what I'm saying, you and yours? You know what I'm saying? And an occasional date here and there. You know, like you really got to do the math and hammer it out. Because if you don't got it, you don't got it. And at the end, it was finances that kept the relationship from, you know, uh, progressing. Because where you put 10 people at? You know what I'm saying? On on four people money. You know, it's real things that we got to consider. It's more, than, it's more than love. So um, I'll jump into my fifth question here. This is the last one for the ladies here. Um, why do women not give men a clean slate in terms of dating. Yet you don't want to be compared to other people, you know, to other women in men's lives, you know, not his mother or anybody else. But you don't give us a clean slate. Oftentimes men hear things like, you know, um, I don't do that no more. I used to do that for my ex, but that's off the table now. Why is that? Why don't I get a clean slate? I didn't do that to you. And to jump in for two seconds to add on to what he's saying, why do we have to pay for what somebody else did? Oh yes. Well, it's a, it's a. I guess these were good questions. Anybody want to jump in on this one? I see Queen Angel with your hand up. You got it. All right. So I think men and women, um, and I know the question was for women. Um, do that I think is a bias that sometimes is unconscious um but once again that goes back to emotional uh health right so most women um get back into relationships quickly most people but I'm gonna say most women do um for whatever particular reason they get back into relationships quickly and so they haven't healed from whatever trauma that um caused them to get out of their last relationship and so it's kind of like um you you don't want to give your all but you still want to you know date right so try to protect yourself and be with somebody it's kind of hard when you're trying to navigate in a new relationship but i know me personally i um I don't hold anybody accountable for for anything because, you know, pretty much whatever my relationship was, it was deliberate. Whatever the breakup was, it was, you know, for a reason. And I kind of compartmentalized very good. Like I, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm good with my feelings, you know. So me personally, I don't do that. But I know a lot of women, like my friend, she, her, um, <laughs> her husband cheated on her. She took him back. But every day it was an interrogation and she just, shit on him every day and I'm like why did you take him back then you know what I mean like why did you take him back if you're going to do this every day that's annoying you know and so I, I don't I don't know I think it's like a guard um, because sometimes if we don't protect ourselves nobody will and sometimes that include our spouses so when you're meeting someone new you don't know for sure if that person is going to have your back and guard you like you like you can guard yourself so mm-hmm. I think you dropped a doozy there, and especially when you said um, not healed up all the way. I can't count on all my fingers and toes how many female friends I've had, people I've dated in the past, 
that, you know, cannot be by themselves. Like some relationships overlap. There is no time for self-reflection, no time to be alone, no none of that. It's like there has to be some kind of constant presence in their life romantically. You know, and I see that a lot with men and women. You know, they just don't want to be by themselves. And it's it creates that type of thing where you're not healed. You got one foot in, you know, and, and that foot is, is barely over the line. Because it's like you, you're scared to be there, but you want to be loved. And it just creates this crazy, you know, um, situation for the person who's on the other side of the relationship. Because they're like, is it something I'm doing? You know, what's going on? Why don't you trust me? You know, and it's really that they're, maybe they're just not healed. Uh, anybody else want to tackle this question? I do. I had my hand up. I don't know if you could see it. Oh, I couldn't but, see it on this screen. Okay. What I wanted to, I wanted to answer it, but I also wanted to ask because I hear a lot of men, y'all say like, um, why do you not let me do what somebody else did or something like that? So I think if it's a positive thing, you won't have that issue, but you just have to realize like people in general are always at our age, right? Cause most people are, you know, we up there, they're going to come with some experience on them, right? And with the experience comes growth. So I cannot, nobody should let anybody in their past, like, carry over with them. But whatever behaviors that I didn't like, I'm not going to let you do it either. So if, like, I see it as a red flag, or if I did it with somebody and I didn't enjoy it, I, I learned that from experience. So it's not an attack on you as the new person in my life. It's just the experience that I have. I like what I like and I want what I want. So if I'm not going to do that with you, it's like you either respect it or you don't. But I just don't understand taking the personal attack like, well, he did it and why are you making me pay? It's not about making you pay. It's just like, like y'all say, when we was younger, they might have experienced certain things when they were younger, but they've grown. So now that they've grown, their standards and things like that have changed. And I think it just needs to be respected. I completely understand exactly what you're saying. I guess the the reason why this is a question for men is because you guys present us with this thing that you used to do, unsolicited. You know what I'm saying? You tell us the story of the horrible ex and all the good things you did for him and then say, but I don't do that no more. This is what we're saying. If a man came to you and said, you know what, I used to open doors. I used to, you know what I'm saying, take out her trash, pump her gas. She never had an empty tank, but but I don't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? I had a bad experience with that. It's still a positive thing for you to experience, but I'm going to withhold it from you because I had a bad experience because she drove out all the gas. Because every time I opened the door, she didn't say thanks. So that's why I don't do it for you no more. That's why we're asking this question, like, why even tell us this? Why unsolicited tell a man all these great things you done did just to say, but you can't get it? I, I guess I should have phrased it that way. That's the question. You know, it'd be okay, I understand what you're saying. I think that goes with what Angel was saying about being healed. So I'm with y'all. Gotcha. All right, cool. Cool. Uh, two stacks, you got your hand up. You got it. Oh, man. You, you was just preaching right now because I swear. That same exact thing what you said. Look at this great thing I used to do unsolicited, but you can't you can't have that. But I did it, but you can't have that. 
but I did it. I didn't ask you that. You know, I, I, I literally had to, not only did I just go through that some months back, it's been actually been several months, but I had to tell the person, stop telling me things that you're not going to do and stop telling me things that can't be fixed or I can't fix. It's pointless. And they got mad. And I didn't care. I don't, listen, I don't blame you <laughs> one bit. I think it's happened to plenty of men. I mean, we've all been in agreement here. It's why it was on my list. I've just always wondered why, why put it out there. Why is it on the menu and it's not with no price next to it? Uh, Queen Angel, you got the floor. I just want to comment um, what Sussex just said. If a woman tells you that you can't fix something, if she doesn't even give you the opportunity to try to fix it, run. <laughs> run. Because oh, I, I she, she's, she's not the one for you. Because here's the thing. We all have trauma. Like 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 Karma said, we're grown. So, you know, like I, I know I'm probably older than everybody on this call. You know what I mean? So we, we grown. You know, so we all have trauma. But if you don't even give this somebody an opportunity to try to um, be there for you, then dude, there's nothing, you would never do anything good enough for that person. You know what I mean? And that goes for men or women. You know, is that just goes back to what I said about being emotionally strong. Because if you can't say, okay, well, this happened, not, not to the person, but to yourself, but this happened, but he's moving different. So let's see how this plays out. Now, if it doesn't work out, then, you know, that's one thing. But just to just cut it off and say, oh, no, I, no, I'm not doing this again. Then that's that person is not healthy, like mentally or emotionally, because you can't just literally block off life <laughs> and not move forward because you're traumatized. So, I mean, it's just not. It's just not worth it to to go that route with someone who's not available, because you can't. How how are you going to give me a hundred percent? That's just like in a relationship. How am I ask you for a hundred percent and you're getting forty five for me? That's not fair. And I don't want forty five percent of somebody, and I'm out here giving you a hundred percent. That what? Talk your shit. Well, I was trying to keep the curses off this one, but oh, <laughs> you, girl, you said a mouthful. You know what I'm saying? Hand, sit there and hand you forty percent. And say, well, take it or leave it then. Leave it, goddammit. Hell, you mean <laughs> shit? Leave it. Because I'm a 100 percenter in the things that I do. So I, I agree with that right there. Angel, you you hit that. Run from that. Run from that. Uh, two stacks, uh, I'm going to let you get the last uh, thing in unless somebody else has something. She, uh, she, she brought up the last thing she said is actually a, a question that I wanted to see asked. Meaning, you know, why is it that, you know, we can be asked to accept 30% of somebody, 40% of somebody, and then if we come around with 70 or 80% of what you look for, why are you still holding out for 100% if nobody's perfect? Because I'll tell you right now, I'll take... I will take 70 or 80%. I always use a number of 10. 
if you if you got ten things that I'm look uh, that I look for and you got seven, let's go. We good. I don't need nine. I don't need ten because I'm I'm not perfect. Hey, listen, so, you, you hit that on the head, and I think five years from now, folks will be like, I'll take five, and five more years from now, I'll take three of them ten. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's just it's just gonna happen with. With growth and maturity and and you know life expectancy, eventually you got to realize that nothing comes, you know, already cooked, you know. And I think you got to build. I, th- I think what it is is that most people they really look for everything. They don't say, okay, here are the the three major things that I'm looking for. If if the person doesn't have these three major things, I don't care who you are what you look like, how much money you have. If you don't have these three major things, I'm not here. I'm absent. I, I, I called off. I'm not, I'm not coming. I'm not here. I'm gone. But they're always looking for that 1%, that 2%, that little small thing. If that person doesn't have this little small thing, it's not, oh, maybe we can work on it. It's, we're not, you, I, I, I'm not accepting it. It's just like how the host brought up the whole driving the work thing. I used to drive this guy to work all the time, but you can't get a ride to work not once. And if I do give you a ride, you got to put gas in my car. You got to wash my car. You got to put air in my tires or you walking. Ooh, wait, uh, <laughs> y'all on it. Uh, CJC, I'm going to give it to you. And then we, we do got to close things out for the women get tired of it. <laughs> yeah, they tired of it. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say that um, like I guess it's like when it comes to like one, like he was saying, seventy percent. Some of us guys were okay, and we don't strive for the perfection or basically the highest standard, things like that. But like I said, like some women, like that's why I say I was shocked. The first question you asked their response because like usually I get like, okay, they need to have their shit on. They need to be like um top one percent. Like some women thrive for the perfection. Some of them might not even be perfection themselves. They might be a 3, 30% what the guy's looking for, and they say, oh, but you need to be a 10. They say, but you don't got a job, you don't got a, I know, but I need a 10. And it's like, so what you're going to do, and it's like, I'm not going to do nothing, but I need a 10. So it's like, it's like sometimes they look for things that's like basically, I'm not saying impossible, like, but it's like you're, 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 you're asking for too much for someone that's not perfect. Because us human, like human behavior, like we are going to do mistakes. There are going to be like um, flaws and things like that. You just got to find the one that just, that just close enough or basically just the, the, just the right amount that's like, okay, this is the, something that I, I, I know that's going to work. But some people just say, okay, they, don't, they have everything. They have like 80 or 70% of everything I'm looking for. But they just, I need them to have that one, the, the left rest of the percent. And sometimes I'm saying, driving for that, you'll be looking forever. And you might be looking like, and by the time you find 100%, it might be like, oh, I just realized that 100% don't exist and things like that. And yeah. And another thing, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm going to be 20, 28 on the 28th. So that's it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it, everyone. Congratulations, um, man. I just want to chime in real quick oh, cool. um, in regards to the question um, why um, women will say what they won't do, what they have done, but they won't do it to you. And I'll agree um, in regards to the healing, but it's also um, like a self-defense mechanism 
um, where they don't want it to happen to them again, but also not allowing themselves um, to be back in that place of vulnerability and allowing it to happen again and it possibly happen again, but then again, the chances of it not happening again, allowing that man to prove that, oh, he did it to you, but I won't do this to you. They just want to allow themselves back um, in that place of vulnerability. And that's an issue. Um, yeah, that's, that's just the issue in regards to healing. If they haven't healed truly, then they can't be vulnerable again. All right. Hey, you said it right there. You know, nobody wants to put themselves back in a place of vulnerability, which I get it. You know, and, you know, the new guys coming in like, man, you know, I'm trusting. You know, I've been hurt, you know, and, and here I am. But I think that this is just something that men have to, you know, um, have to learn to live with. Like with y'all not knowing what you want to eat, same thing. That, you know, once a woman's hurt, you know, you got to prove yourself. I've always said this about two different races, um, but, you know, I didn't want to make it racially here. But, you know, I will say that black love is harder. Like it's it's harder on the front end, but it lasts longer on the back end. If you can prove to a black woman that you're there for her, that you're a solid tree, you're a rock, you're somebody that she can depend on, count on to be a certain kind of way, she'll love you forever. That's why it takes them so long to leave, you know, because they're like, I, I've seen a good man before, you know, and they're holding on on that hope that that, that guy's going to come back. So, you know, with black men, I would just say, hey, hang in there. You know, if if it's hard for you to do it, it's probably because it's not who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? But if you're being yourself, you know what I'm saying, your true authentic self, hang in there. Hang in there. You'll get you'll you'll get it on the back end. But uh seems like black women ain't they ain't doing it on the front end no more. They've been burnt by that. They like you gotta prove it. And it sucks. But I mean, what else you gonna date? You know what I'm saying? You want the queens, you gotta play by the rules, I guess. But if anybody has anything else to say before we uh, close things out. Great show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, great show. Yeah. Amazing. It was really good. Yeah, even after all the BS, we had a great show. <laughs> yeah, we really turned it around. This is probably the best one I've been on. Man, I appreciate that, man. We We had a great time. Listen, we had trolls. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Pop out the woodwork, using the N-word and all that. But we won't give them any more shine time. Listen, I want to appreciate everybody who joined the live. You know what I'm saying? I thank y'all. Y'all made it a show. It was a great show because you was here. Shout out to your good karma for co-hosting with me, helping me block some of these people. Queen Angel with the good, you know what I'm saying? Good comments and good feedback. T. Marie, like a bug. Shout out to all the women here. Y'all held it down. Dealt with us. We came with some hard questions. Y'all gave us some real answers. Appreciate that. Shout out to Two Stacks for doing this thing. Creating some good content. Asking great questions. CJ, thank you so much, man. Just call me. Appreciate you for joining. Listen, we do this every Tuesday. So you can come back. Um, we might be on TikTok next week. Possibly. But we are. We'll still simulcast on Twitter. Thanks to everybody for joining. We'll catch you forecast next week. We're live again next week at 7 p.m. CPT time.